0: Seems like it's been forever since we've seen an NBA game. I'm Sierra Goodwill, here with Mike Petralia. Traggs. I miss seeing you at TD Garden a couple times a week.
1: 25 days to be exact, Sierra, yes. I miss seeing you as well. I miss seeing the whole CLNS media gang. Um, obviously, this is unprecedented. And uh, we're trying to find different ways to talk Celtics basketball. And, uh, you know, I got to give credit to our bosses up above. The Sims Celtics is a great idea. Um, but in all full disclosure here, it doesn't really fully take the place of uh, the real thing on the court. And that's what we all miss.
0: Absolutely. And I think the players are feeling the exact same way. And that's what we're going to talk about here which players we think are most impacted by the hiatus of this league? Trags, who do you think it is?
1: Gordon Hayward. I think with given uh, where his con- contractual status with the team is, um, could be a free agent next season, given the fact that he was getting into um, a real groove and really starting to find the flow with the, the current um, makeup of this roster, I, I think Gordon Hayward is, would be affected the most uh, going forward in his career.
0: I think it's a pretty even shot between Kemba Walker and Jason Tatum. For Kemba, it's strictly an a knee and injury issue. He's not able to rehab the same way because he now doesn't have access to all the medical trainers and professionals sure he can talk to them and they can and he can t- they can tell him uh, what he needs to do to rehab that knee, but it's not the same as getting in the gym, seeing how it responds to different sorts of workouts and that sort of situation. So from a health standpoint, I think Kemba is the most affected. But then we heard from Jason Tatum on a conference call where he said he doesn't even have a basketball hoop at his house.
1: That's so, hard to believe, isn't it? I mean, doesn't that blow your mind?
0: It really blows my mind. So he really, in 25 days, essentially, hasn't put a shot up that Absolutely has to take him Mind out of his boggling. rhythm.
1: I wonder if that's the first time in his career, in his life, it's since he's been playing basketball, that that's happened.
0: Exactly. That, so, obviously, Tatum was playing at an extremely high level, so that has to affect him in a really negative way. I think... If and when the NBA returns, you're going to see a lot of star, you're not going to see many star players at the caliber of Jason Tatum who don't have basketball hoops that they haven't been practicing on. So that's definitely something interesting to monitor.
1: Well, the other thing I I would say, uh, your two choices between uh, Tatum and Kimba Walker certainly are good choices in terms of the here and now players that have been um, affected. But when you take a look at those two players, they're here in Boston for the long term. They are definitely here uh, beyond next season, beyond the season after that. They're, They're going to be institutions of the new Celtics look. Gordon Hayward, to me, you really don't know what his future is going to be. And I think, you know, he was on the verge of becoming a go-to star for this uh, team heading into the playoffs and really a go-to point producer. That is something we've all expected from Gordon Hayward from the moment uh, that uh, Danny Ainge acquired him a couple of seasons ago. And he was finally starting to come into his own. And now uh, COVID-19 happened and, you know, the future for him, uh, the charted waters has changed really forever.
0: We're all trying to find ways to entertain ourselves during quarantine. And that goes for the Celtics players as well. I'm Sierra Goodwill here with Mike Petralia. Before we get into this discussion, Trags, have you been on TikTok?
1: I subscribe thanks to my daughters, Janie and Emma. Uh, Janie is very active on TikTok. Uh, I don't remember her uh, user ID, uh, her handle, but uh, she's very active on TikTok. Uh, my other daughter, Emma, also active. So uh, they told me to subscribe to it and kill some time watching TikTok. I, the first TikTok video I ever recall was Tom Brady's. That was what, uh, four or five, it's longer, two or three months ago, uh, yep. when, when Brady did TikTok, I was like, TikTok? What is TikTok? And then um, I, I realized what it was, and I hadn't really been motivated to sign up for it until my daughters uh, told me to, and it, it is cute.
0: The Celtics players have definitely been utilizing TikTok during this quarantine. Who do you think's been the most entertaining in general, not just on that app, uh, during this time that you've seen via social media?
1: Well, I'd probably have to say a tie between Ennis Cantor and Taco Fall, right? Uh, Taco does everything socially so well, and his personality is just suited perfectly Uh, for TikTok. I'd have to say Taco Fall.
0: Yeah, Ennis is, he's the goofball when the season is in session. So with all this off time, I love, he's been uh, sharing videos with a kitten. He's been doing dance videos. But someone that I've been surprised by is Jason Tatum, because, Treggs, we know him as being super very reserved, Yes, right? very
1: quiet, very introverted, but uh, on TikTok, it's funny how social media works, Sierra, uh, especially with athletes, uh, and we see this in the NBA. I think the NBA athletes are the most um, up to speed, uh, hip, if you want to use that word, uh, athletes in social media. They really know how to use it and know how to promote it. Uh, and uh, entertain their followers with it. And I think uh, certainly Jason Tatum is the kind of guy, uh, when the TV cameras aren't on and he can be himself, uh, and uh, certainly with uh, his son, um, I think that uh, also inspires him to be a better uh, social media performer.
0: you got to be thinking about Gordon Hayward too, right? He's got three young daughters and a pregnant wife at home. He said the other day on social media that he just has a repeat of Frozen 2 playing in his house at all times. So I think Gordon Hayward probably is counting down the days and minutes until he can get back onto a basketball court.
1: I would think they would all be counting down the days till they can get outside, uh, do some regular exercise, uh, engage with other people. I mean, I think that's the toughest thing with a lot of these athletes, Sierra, is that they are so accustomed to interchange, uh, you know, exchanges with their fellow athletes, working out with each other, hanging with each other, really developing a rapport. And that's how sports has uh, brought them together over the course of their lives. And now it's the exact opposite. So again, uh, things like TikTok, social media, all of those things um, really, I think, are a lifeblood to these athletes more so than us in in the regular population.
0: With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, You'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, BetOnline, still has hundreds of sports, events, and games to wager on or let them bring Vegas to you with their online casino and blackjack. All open 24 hours a day and all online, including their $750,000 poker series. If you're into props and entertainment betting, you can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the weather. Visit the website or use your mobile device and join today to receive a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Be sure to use promo code CLNS50. Bet online, your online wagering experts. We're all looking forward to the day when the NBA can return to normal, but that might be a while down the road. I'm Sierra Goodwill, here with Mike Petralia. Conversations are happening now among commissioners of leagues about how we can possibly ease back in to sports because the hiatus is not only detrimental to the economy, people are deprived of that sort of entertainment. The players need to earn their paychecks and such, like, such things like that, what, in your opinion, what a return for the NBA look like?
1: Well, uh, Sierra, I-, I may be in the minority in this regard. I don't want to see the NBA return until they get it right. And getting it right means uh, reasonably allowing fans in arenas uh, to watch the games. Because I think it's critical for these players to be playing in buildings with fans, cheering them and supporting them. And emotionally, it would give a signal that things are starting to return to normal. If you put on these games in one building, let's say out in Las Vegas, like they're considering, uh, then I think it's a a constant reminder that we're not through this crisis and things will you don't want to give the message that sports will never be the same. I think that is a terrible message to send. My feeling and my uh, sense on all of this is don't return to sports until you can get it right. You get it right, you allow fans back in the buildings safely, let them have fun, let them cheer on the fan, uh, the uh, players performing, and then the players can start to have a sense that uh, a sense of normalcy returning. But to play these games in empty buildings, I don't think um, just to suffice and, and, and provide some type of television product for people watching at home, I don't think that is really what we should be thinking of at this point.
0: Right, and Marcus Smart and his cantor have, and a bunch of other NBA players have come out and said, if and when the NBA returns this season, there's going to have to be some sort of training camp or preseason Absolutely. period to ease them back into it because they can't go cold turkey. As we mentioned no in another way. video, Jason Tatum hasn't put a shot up in nearly in over three weeks. So, what do you think they're going to be able to? How they're going to ease players back into getting up to full speed again?
1: Well, you're going to have to have some type of two to three week training period uh, where these players aren't just getting used to playing basketball again. They're getting used to moving around at the level that elite uh, athletes perform at. Right. I mean, we're not talking about you and me getting on a tennis court or a golf course or something like that and stretching for five to 10 to 15 minutes, get warmed up and go out and have a casual uh, round of golf or tennis, what have you. You're talking about uh, elite performers performing at a very high-stressed level, and that requires uh, quite a bit of uh, buildup, especially after they have stopped cold turkey. And I'm sure the NBA and all of these leagues are taking that into consideration, and there would have to be some type of training period, extensive training period, to get these athletes uh, up to speed. Once that happens, uh, then I think you can start – Having those discussions about how to engage uh, in professional competitions.
0: Right. And I think, well, ESPN released an article about the MLB's possible return, and the NBA has talked about kind of modeling that where essentially you're quarantining or isolating these teams to a certain geographical location, separating them from their families. Does that seem realistic? No, to you?
1: no. And uh, I think uh, there was a former Brian, uh, I can't remember his name, Brian Anderson, uh, who said that um, there is no way that players would agree. Uh, to being on a four to four and a mu- four and a half month hiatus from their families and their loved ones. That just is not practical, no way. And th- the emotional toll that would take would match, I think, what we're all going through as a society right now. I don't think that um, is really the way to go. Um, I would be on board for playing exhibition games in the NBA or uh, in MLB or in hockey uh, where you have empty arenas and these players can play um, what would be glorified preseason or spring training games, if it's baseball that I'd, I don't have as big a problem with uh, because that would be a way of scrimmaging and getting the bodies back up to speed. But again, when you're talking about performing at a very high level and the games count in some type of uh, championship standing, then I want, st- I want fans in the stands to watch that, enjoy that, uh, and again, that only happens uh, when we're far enough down the road, whether it's two to three months from now, um, where people, where society can start to feel normal and start to feel safe again. If society is not at the point where we're safe going out and going through our typical errands and course of life, then I don't think the games uh, should be filled with stands. Uh, the games should be filled with people in the stands.
0: Right. Well, I'm sure we'll continue to have this conversation as more ideas and developments come out about how to resume sports. But for all the rest of our Celtics content, head to our website at clnsmedia.com and subscribe to our YouTube channel at CLNS Media.